Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, this is another episode where I talk you through some recent things that I'm noticing happening in the marketplace, and I try to explain what it might mean for you, your brand, your media, your content production. Today, I want to discuss some trends that I'm seeing happen across how communication happens and how media happens uh, online today. And for those of you who've been sort of deep in the Twitter sphere for a long time, you might recognize these sort of distinct phases. So not too long ago, um, you know, maybe even just a year or two years ago, there was sort of this like fortune cookie phase of Twitter where everything was about sort of this independent original thinking from uh, unique actors. So people were posting sort of pithy little quotes. They called it uh, fortune cookie Twitter because it was like everybody was trying to appear wise. And the thing that was really distinct about this era, I suppose, of Twitter of internal mental dialogue um, display, I suppose, is maybe the best way of putting it. I think, you know, Naval Ravikant is probably one of the most famous people in this space where it was very much what is the um, transparent idea that's going through Naval's brain and then having him sort of compress that and then share it. Uh, and so people got a lot of love for this. And that phase, I think, is sort of coming to an end now, which I think is just an interesting thing to pay attention to. And what I'm sensing is very much a shift towards more communal discussion. And I think this is happening as well in the private community space, which I've talked about a little bit beforehand. So you're going from this sort of independent thinker, independent uh, voice to a little bit more of like a collaborative uh, group conversation happening. And I think it's a, just an interesting shift. And I'm not sure exactly what's catalyzed it, except for the fact that I believe that the uh, there's kind of just different phases of the media that it's going to go through, kind of like a bundling and an unbundling phase. And I guess now we're in a private community bundling phase instead of sort of a decentralizing phase uh, for independent thinking. And there's a second thing that I've seen appear that's been pretty interesting as well, which is the the quality of content online I think is drastically increasing. You've got writers like Ben Thompson and Webb Smith, and they're writing uh, very, very diligent essays about what's actually going on in their industries. And I think there was this time in the web where the web was very much like growth hacks. I think the medium era was sort of this like make listicles, you know, make really lowest common denominator listicles. And it was really not about expertise. It was actually about how much you could compress um, honestly, very dumbed down content to get clickbait. And in the medium era, that was uh, the effective way of, of getting attention. But now in the sub stack era, we've gone from sort of dumbed down articles to having uh, very intelligent niche articles being written. So those are just two trends I want to start pointing out. The shift from the individual sort of thinker to the group discussion, which I'll get to more about that in a minute. And the medium era of dumbed down articles to the sort of proficient thought leader era. So with this shift on to Substack and away from medium, people are owning their audiences more. They're going more niche with their content. And I believe a big part of that is also because of the monetization aspects of Substack. It's, it's not actually about scale when you're writing on Substack. It's about uh, depth. It's how can I get people who truly care enough about my content that they'll pay for it. And so in the medium era, before it was about just attracting a wide audience, 
Today, it's about attracting a deep audience that's willing to pay for it. But beyond that, what I believe is starting to happen is uh, group discussion. And the sort of singular idea person, at least in certain circles, I think in the audio space with apps like Clubhouse, um, in Slack groups, in forums, we're starting to see this shift away from things not being so interesting when it's just an independent opinion and things being more interesting when it's in context of a discussion with other people. And it's had me start thinking about how I would start approaching building content here in the future. And as I start to think about that, I realize that you actually need a sort of crew or an organization or a group of people to kickstart uh, a new a new um, awareness or a new attraction to the thing that you're building. So I, I think you can obviously still break through as an independent individual person. But what I think is much more effective for you to think about is how do I launch from the get-go with multiple voices at the table so that we can curate a discussion and so that we can have more of this um, you know, intersecting dialogue rather than just the independent thinking. Um, of course, maybe this is a bit meta. I'm just giving you an independent thought right now. And so maybe if I was going to remake this podcast, it would actually be me and somebody else, me and three other people. And we, we would all just be having a dialogue about sort of what this topic is about. And you get multiple opinions instead of just mine. So yes, the independent thinker is still important. But if I were launching new platforms of media to garner attention, I would think about the entire team. And interestingly enough, this is also sort of represented in YouTube with um, just, you know, the different kind of groups of people who pair up to promote each other's content and interact with each other's content. So maybe in YouTube, you're seeing a similar aspect happening where people like to see groups of people um, performing together rather than just the individual. And I think it's maybe a demographic thing that's leading this shift. I also think it's a trend thing that's leading this shift. So yeah, there's this cold start problem when you're a creator trying to build an audience. And my sense right now is that to get past the cold start, you want to be immediately involved with other people in the discussion, widen that net as as large as possible. You know, I think the one-to-one -one podcast is actually gonna get, start getting kind of broken to into uh, one-to-multiple-people podcasts where you've got multiple uh, people on the show instead of just a one-on-one Q&A. Um, and it's not that these aren't going away. It's that people want to join these uh, pre-created tribes of people, these organizations of people, when they're heading in a direction for a discussion. So that's that's what I'm sensing right now. Uh, apologies, this is a little bit less structured today. Um, but I hope you I hope the one takeaway you get from this is that when we're a creator, we need to get past the cold start problem of building an audience. And the consideration that I would be having today is how are you bringing other people into the fold, into the project you're doing so that you can all launch together so that you can have a team of people discussing the topics you're discussing. And I think it's a quicker way to attract an audience than just going solo, than just trying to be the lone wolf, the lone wolf thinker. Uh, so I think the lone wolf think thinker is dying. I think the uh, medium think pieces are dying in, in lieu of more intelligent discussion and I think most people want to join a crew. They want to feel like they're a part of a community. They want to be a part of, or maybe even in uh, a conversation that they feel like is growing. 
And so I would look to that as you develop your media strategy. Now, hopefully this is uh, helpful to you. Reach out, send me a note. Happy to chat here on email, on Twitter, and I'll be back again soon. Later.